and a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness. The only thing I see ahead is just the heat rising off the road. The rainbows I've been chasing keep on fading before I find my pot of gold. And more and more I'm thinking that the only treasures that I'll ever know are long ago and far behind. Wrapped up in my memories of home Home was a swimming hole and a fishing pole And the feel of a muddy rope between my toes Home was a back porch swing where I would sit And mom would sing amazing grace While she hung out the clothes With my daddy there And the smell of Sunday supper On the stove My footsteps carry me away But in my mind I'm always going home Now the miles I put behind me Ain't as hard as the miles lay ahead it's way too late to listen to the words of wisdom that my daddy said. The straight and narrow path he showed me turned it to a thousand winding roads. My footsteps carry me away, but in my mind I'm always going home. A swimming hole and a fishing pole And the feel of a muddy road between my toes Home was a back porch swing Where I would sit and mom would sing Amazing grace while she hung out the clothes Home was an easy chair with my daddy there And the smell of Sunday supper on the Carry me away But in my mind I'm always going home The straight and narrow path They showed me Turned into a thousand winding roads My footsteps carry me away But in my mind I'm always going Ah, good morning, folks. Keolog is cracked there, kicking it off there with a song called Home. Got a lot of Nathan Carter fans out there. Mr. O'Brien here, Mike side on a beautiful ah, first show in December. Countdown has started to the day when the man in the big red suit comes down the chimney, making his list. And I'll tell you, there's a fellow on the line here now, and the record for most consecutive years on the naughty list is 45 years held by Donald Trump. And um, the man on the line here, Kenny... Kenny, you're at 44 years, buddy. Uh, you've got about uh, about 20 or 20, 22 days or something to see if you can uh, not break that uh, infamous record. What's going on there, pal? How are you doing, Mark? Uh, yeah, 
I know this is not good, is it? No, no. He's yourself between yourself and Trump for that record. Yeah, we'll be pushing the limits, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah is that a, is that a world record? Is it? It is, of course. Yeah. Ah, yeah. great. Good, yeah. good, good. I couldn't be in better company, could I? Statistics are kept on it. I don't know what to tell you, but you're not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, when I tuned in there, I thought I had tuned into the wrong radio station. That's a uh, that's a little bit country there, is it? Ah, uh, it is. But he's a uh, he's an Irish man singing about an, a country that uh, that we both come from. Home. Uh, who was that? Nathan Carter. I was Nathan Carter, buddy. Yeah. Isn't he from Liverpool? Ah, he is. Yeah, kind of. And he's a he's a Reds fan too, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he does have uh, a few Achilles' heel there that he's carrying uh, around with him, all right? Yeah. He, He's got a good wee show on RTE, I think. I, I caught an episode there one time. It looks, uh, looked pretty good. Speaking of shows, the old toy show was last night, and uh, I'm sure a few of our listeners were, were watching that. It was on uh, live on the RTE player, if you wanted to watch it last night. But uh, Mr. McElroy surprised a, a kid there. It was very nice. Yeah. If you have a chance, you should watch it. And, and, I did. Um, I watched it. Oh, you did? Uh, good man. I watched a bit of it live uh, yesterday, yeah. I just, uh, and I was trying to uh, get across to my own children that, Back when we were kids, that was the big night, and you uh, you had the bath early. Yeah. You got into the pajamas, <laughs> and everyone gathered around the wee telly, and uh, that was it. And you just wished you could be picked to be on that show, you know, and to be trying out all of them toys. Mm, yeah. And uh, anyway, there was a few a few wee kids there from uh, from Sligo on it, and one from Abbey Leaks, believe it or not. Oh, you know I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, a wee girl comes uh, cycling in on one of the bikes, and she was from Aztecs. Oh, I'll have to have a look and see who that was. And I and I sent a text to my sister. Your man Ryan Turberty needs a, a geography lesson in Ireland. He introduced this one girl from Boyle, Sligo. Oh no! And uh, of course, <laughs> all of our listeners would know Boyle is in Roscommon, for goodness' sake. So. <laughs> that's, a, anyway. that's a disaster right there. Oh, that's shocking. <laughs> but uh, it was great. The, the, the McElroy uh, piece was uh, just to see the look on this wee fella. He was a golfer. Yeah. And uh, he's a, he, the, your man, Turberty, of course, was asking him all. And he had all the stats on Rory. And uh, then Turberty asked him another question. And the kid goes, well, I, I don't know the answer to that. And, and Turberty goes, well, would you like, maybe you could ask Rory himself, would you? And the wee kid is a bit confused by it all, and then, of course, out comes Rory. And oh, yeah. uh, another fellow that made a great appearance was Jamie Heaslip. Lovely. And a wee fellow in an Irish rugby jersey. And, and the same kind of thing, you know, well, uh, what do you think of Jamie Heaslip? And he says, he's really handsome. <laughs> and it turned out when Heaslip came on, the wee kid goes, my ma thinks you're handsome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very anyway, good. Very great, good. Very great cute. material. Very great, great material. Ah, hey, there was a lot of handsome people down at PJ O'Brien's last night, I'll tell you that. It's not right. What was going on down there now? Oh, sure, not much was going on, but a lot was going on. Yeah. Oh, All it right. was, uh, yeah. Uh, Joe, Joe was down there uh, taking care of things, and our man, uh, our man behind the bar there, JP, was pumping him out, and there was fierce music going on, and there was, ah, oh, there was all kinds of people out last night, and we're down there oh, again that. next Friday night for the Chamber Christmas party, so it was really just a warm-up. A warm-up, very yeah. good, yeah, so that's, that's great to know, so they'll be, uh, they'll be in full swing next week, of course, full, the full, event. Full, so it's a good night. Full swing, and I wasn't, uh, I wasn't on the pints at all last night, and there's, what's that movie, uh, No Country for Old Men? I'll they'll, they'll yes. tell you that that's no pub for sober men, buddy. You don't go in there and people around you falling all over the place. 
Oh my goodness me, that's shocking. <laughs> good fun, good fun. Great, great, uh, uh, great buzz around the city, and of course, uh, next week will probably be the same. So. Very good, and it could be maybe two nights in a row for celebrations if uh, Toronto FC, of course, in the yeah, final. That's right. So yeah. Good for the city and good for the sport that uh, both you and I take a great deal of pleasure in, and uh, it, uh, it should be a great atmosphere uh, in Toronto uh, next Saturday night with uh, with Toronto getting to the uh, the cup final. It was a fabulous game. Wonderful uh, to watch during the week. Uh, there was great excitement around the the Tracy household. Anyway, we weren't at the game, so. Very good. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And, of course, a big win for the Irish against Australia last week as well. We, we're running out of our time here to talk about all the various sporting events. But Paul Dunn is in contention as well this week. Or at least he was after the first day. I think he fell back a bit. I didn't get an update on how he did today, Kenny. Did you by any chance? I did not see today's yeah. results, no. And Tiger oh, is back. I was just going to say, in the big news of golf, of course, he's back. And uh, he shot a 65, I think, yesterday. Yeah, 67. Yeah, he was good now. 67, was it? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he had a big, uh, so big, big day yesterday. Yeah. yeah, so uh, all good, all good. Good stuff. Well, I, um, I'm going to plough ahead here with the show, buddy, and uh, I guess I might see you later over at um, Ethna's house as we uh, we have a little uh, lunch going on down there and... and um, our man will be coming down for some uh, for some fodder with us, so it should be a bit of fun. Yeah, Mike is uh, he's a year, I guess now, and uh, there's been a lot in the news about uh, the Syrians and and the whole you know the uh, the government sponsorships all ending. So we still have our duty to uh, uphold with Mike and see how he's making out. Yeah, and I just want to throw another uh, a shout out before I before I leave you here, but a big congratulations to uh, Trasa and Ed. And that'll be Eamon's daughter and Madeline, been a grandmother. Uh, Jack uh, was Jack Eamon was born uh, this uh, no, past November 30th. So a big congratulations out to uh, the O'Loughlin family and all are doing well. And congratulations. And it's wonderful news. Eamon would be so proud. Lovely. Um, so we'll just toss that out there. Good man yourself. Okay, Kenny. All right. Okay, pal. I will chat to you later. Hey, by the way, I just wanted just to introduce this song here while you're on the line. I was down at PJ's last night. It was uh, Yvonne Morley had a birthday there uh, during the week. Um, Her age is is undisclosed, undisclosed, but next year is a really big birthday. So anyway, um, you know the way on Facebook, well, you're not a big Facebook man and I'm not huge at it either, but um, I do keep it open there for the show. But one of the things on Facebook is people often kind of, uh, they like things you post. or But uh, ha- wishing people a happy birthday is great. So it's usually your friends. Well, I spotted someone wished Yvonne a happy birthday, but it wasn't someone. It was a town. The town of Clare Morris wished, wished Yvonne Morley a happy birthday. I've never seen the like of it in my life. Clare Morris wishes you a happy birthday. So I thought it was very fitting that we'd put in. I found a fellow by the name of Seamus Moore sings a song called Clare Morris. So we're going to play it on here. All right, pal. See you later. All right. Bye. I was walking to town and the sun going down and my feet feeling sore from the mileage. I was covered in sweat and my clothes were all wet. Having spent the whole day making silage. Then a lady drove up and she came to a stop And says I, are you going to Clare Morris? 
Then she shows it getting with a cute little grin. And she told me that she was Claire Morris. She was lovely and fair, and her first name was Claire, the daughter of Big Mickey Morris. And the gleam in her eye was the radiation white. I fell madly in love with Claire Morris. Her beauty was rare, I thought then and there. How lucky I was to have met her. Sure, I felt ill at ease in me old dungarees. And me Wellingtons often smelt better. She was lovely and sweet from her head to her feet. She looked quite delightful and dishy. She was tastefully dressed and I sure was impressed how she handled the new Mitsubishi. She was lovely and fair and her first name was Claire, the daughter of Big Mickey Morris. And the gleam in her eye was the rain raging boy. I fell madly in love with Claire Morris. Sure, I'll never forget the next time that we met. Big Tom and his band were in Midas. I was having a jar with the boys at the bar. She came over and stood right beside us. I was wearing a suit and a good dash of brute. And considered myself quite a charmer Well I just couldn't wait So I asked her up straight Would you like to come home with a farmer? Then she said with a laugh Do you think I'm a calf? Or what is the cause of your hurry? Wouldn't I be a twit to be covered in grit And smelling like that awful slurry If I gave you me hand, sure I don't have your land And I suppose you'd expect me to plow it Get on with your dance, sure you haven't the chance Me husband would never allow it She was lovely and fair, and her first name was Claire the daughter of Big Mickey Morris And the dream in her eye was the real Asian boy I fell madly in love with Claire Morris She was lovely and fair And her first name was Claire The daughter of Big Mickey Morris And the dream in her eye was the real Asian boy I fell madly in love with Claire Morris I was madly in love with Claire Morris. The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7560. 
All right, let's head off to Ottawa now. Let's get some news here from the Bard of Ottawa. Desmond, how are you, pal? I'm doing fantastic, especially with an introduction like that, folks. Uh, thanks very much, lads, and uh, good morning, folks. Desmond Foy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends over at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Pope Francis will visit Ireland in August of 2018. Taoiseach Kenny made the announcement on Monday after he met with the Argentine pontiff in the Vatican City for a 23-minute session. Francis will likely be taking up the Irish Catholic Bishops' Conference's invitation to attend the Church's World Meeting of Families in two years, according to RTE News. It is believed that Kenny may have brought up the case of several Irish priests who have been silenced by the Vatican over the years for their published views on priestly celibacy and the ordination of women. The visit marks a high point in Kenny's relations with the Vatican after a low point five years ago when he lashed out at the Church's handling of sexual abuse cases by priests in Ireland following publication of the Cloyne Report. This was followed by the closing of Ireland's embassy to the Holy See. However, after Kenny met with Francis in April of 2014, the embassy was reopened. The Pope's tour may last only two days, but Sinn Féin's deputy leader, Mary Lou MacDonald, said that she is not concerned that a visit by the Pope may coincide with a possible referendum on repealing the Constitution's Eighth Amendment, which holds the right to life of an unborn child as equal to that of the right to life of the mother. Meanwhile, there is speculation that Francis could visit Northern Ireland, becoming the first pope ever to do so. The North First Minister, Arlene Foster, said that she would meet with the pope if he came to Ulster in his capacity as a head of state. This will be the first visit to Ireland by a pope since John Paul II in 1979. While Ulster is not officially yet on the Pope's itinerary, Deputy First Minister Martin McGuinness has said that it would be unthinkable for the Pope to visit Ireland and not cross the border into the six counties. McGuinness said on Twitter that, quote, I believe he would receive a very warm welcome throughout the island. In other news this week, he's back. Well, maybe. The Fianna Fáil Common in Dublin Central has voted to write a letter asking former Taoiseach Bertie Ahern to rejoin the party. Though he was party leader from 1994 to 2008 and led the party to three wins in 1997, 2002 and 2007, by 2012, Ahern had become persona non grata and resigned from the party following the findings of the Mahan Tribunal. Earlier this week, the party in downtown Dublin unanimously passed the motion with the local chairman, Brian Mohan, saying it was out of, quote, loyalty to Ahern. However, current party leader Michal Martin, who put forward a motion to expel Ahern from the party in 2012 before Bertie saved him the bother and resigned himself, said this week that he stands by what he said in 2012, that Ahern's actions, as outlined by Mahan, were conduct unbecoming of a member of Fianna Fáil. Ahern essentially said that the feeling was mutual in 2014, saying, quote, I don't think much of the leader, he said. I'm not going to say anything nice about him. The motion was said to have been brought up by two elderly ladies in their 80s at the meeting and is said to be part of a split in the riding between pro-Ahern and pro-Martin forces. Well, this week in Irish history, on December 3rd, 1990, Mayo-born Mary Robinson is sworn in as Ireland's first female president. December 1st, 1946, is the birthday of alone-again naturally singer Gilbert O'Sullivan, born in County Waterford. On the same day in 1956, Irishman Ronnie Delaney wins Olympic gold in the 1,500-metre run at the Summer Olympics in Melbourne, Australia. Also that day in 1991, County Cork's Dr. Pat O'Callaghan, winner of Ireland's first Olympic gold medal, dies. He won the hammer throw at the Amsterdam Summer Games in 1928 and again in Los Angeles in 1932. 
On November 29, 1898, Chronicles of Narnia author C.S. Lewis is born in Belfast. On November 28, 1905, Sinn Féin is founded by Arthur Griffith. And on November 27, 1906, Gaelic Athletic Association founder Michael Cusack dies at the age of 59. Well, the news from the north this morning, we have some good news and some bad news for Belfast this week. First, the bad news that Belfast is amongst the most congested cities in Europe. A study by traffic analysis company Inrix looking at road use data from 123 cities across 19 European countries found that Britain was found to be the worst country in Europe for congestion with Belfast the 10th worst city in the United Kingdom, with 446 traffic hotspots. The worst hotspot was found to be the junction link of the West Link and York Street, which sees 100,000 vehicles a day converge where the A12, M2, and M3 converge. The traffic congestion in Ulster's biggest city is projected to cost the local economy almost 800 million British pounds sterling by 2025. But now the good news for Belfast. Titanic Belfast has been named the world's leading tourist attraction at the World Travel Awards in the Maldives. The attraction has already beaten the Eiffel Tower in Paris, the Colosseum in Rome, and Buckingham Palace in London to be rated Europe's leading visitor attraction. There were more than 1 million votes cast from 216 countries in the contest. The Titanic Center went up against heavyweights like the Las Vegas Strip, Machu Picchu in Peru, and fellow Irish contender the Guinness Storehouse in Dublin. It's the first time the accolade has been won by an Irish entry. The centre opened in 2012 and has welcomed more than 3 million visitors from 145 countries to date. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. Travelling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the gang at Kyo Legus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slan Go Foil. My The sweetest flower that grows You may search everywhere But none can compare With my wild Irish rose My wild
but none can compare with my wild Irish rose, my wild Irish rose, the dearest flower that grows, and someday for my sake. She may let me take the bloom from my wild Irish rose. Yes, someday for my sake, she may let me take the bloom from my wild. When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date, and make it for the Galway Arms. Ah, very good. We went down to the Galway Arms last weekend and we watched Ireland take on Australia, victorious uh, over the Australians last week. And the RBS Six Nations calendar just came out yesterday, Jay, and I would tell you, put 18th of March right into your calendar, the day after St. Patrick's Day. The day after the day. Ireland take on England at uh, in Dublin. And uh, it could be that England would be going for a record, their record number of wins and the um, Wales also take on France that day. So it could all come down to just this magical day. If the stars all line up, although they have changed the scoring system over there as well. So anyway, it should be a big, should be a big day. Um, I just wanted to pass on a bit of information here that I just got from Geraldine Brown. And um, it's my pleasure, actually, to, to, announce, to announce this one. I found out on an RTE documentary this week that the last show that Joe Dolan played live was in Abbey Leaks. I did not know that not until know that this, it was on this documentary that the last show he ever played. He was not well, but he didn't want to let down what he characterizes as the best fans in the country. Brilliant. Anyway, and he passed away about three days after that, which is very sad. Um, uh, anyway, Geraldine wanted to announce that um, that they are they are holding auditions for their next play. It's called The Night Joe Dolan's Car Broke oh, Down. that's right. Ah, uh, come on. Anyway, the auditions are on tomorrow night, December the 5th and December the 6th. And if you want some details on that... TorontoIrishPlayers.com um, or call Geraldine at 416-573-1205. So 416-573-1205. 
And again, go to their website to get some information there, torontoirishplayers.com. Are you going down to try out or what? You know what? I have to tell you that um, I had uh, I had ambitions of being an actor when I was a kid. There's your chance. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I didn't... Um, you know, I wonder how good I'd be at it. Why not? I, I, I wonder if I'd be any good at it. I'd yeah, love right. to do it. I really would love to do it, but I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Well, you got all the information there now, so. Yeah. There's no excuse. No, there's no excuse. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's just I have to get myself to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, get over my own, uh, my own in, in nervousness and or insecurities, maybe. Is that the word? That's it. All right, we'll belt on here with a bit of music. We have a caller coming in here at 11.30. And so um, here's one of my favorite bands, The Saw Doctors, and Taking the Train.
there now, the Saw Doctors. England are giving Australia a bit of an old thumping today in the rugby as well. And uh, just a bit of an update here. There were some big club games last week. I love my club football. Um, the uh, champions of Offaly Road. Um, 12 points, Sean O'Mahony's um, uh, from Loud 1-5. So they are true to the Leinster football final. And they'll take on St. Vincent's there, who ran out as a 2-12 to 11-point victors over St. Columbus, who are the Longford champions. Corrafin are the Connacht champions. They beat St. Bridges of Roscommon by a 2-13 to 5 points. And Dr. Croaks, uh, this one was all very one-sided, Jay. Dr. Croaks from Kerry, the Gooch and the lads, three goals and 15 points to the Nair from Waterford, six points. And a fantastic achievement by the uh, fellas from Slotneil, 12 points. They beat the, the, uh, they beat the lads from Kilku, uh, 12 points to nine. So a repeat uh, victory for Slotneil. So some performance, consistency for a club there. Okay, Frank Cairns uh, sent me an old note here as well during the week that the uh, Irish Choral Society will be uh, will be having a bit of an old shindig or bash on Sunday, December the 11th at 3 o'clock and that'll be down at the Galway Arms. So uh, I'd like to thank Frank for passing that on. Um, as he says, a little bit of Christmas and maybe a bit of something else. Right. So um, Daniel is in town. We played a Daniel tune earlier on and uh, we had an overwhelming response to um, uh, to the uh, requests from people who wanted to, uh, to take a ticket to the event. Uh, we only had a couple to give away and um, delighted that a few of our, um, our loyal listeners will be heading down to see that show. I'd like to thank everybody who submitted. We had over 40 requests for the tickets, which was oh. incredible. Uh, biggest response we've ever just, I think it's a, a, te- a testament to how popular Daniel is. And um, he's going to be down there. And I think a lady by the name of Mary Duff is going to be, um, is going to be uh, uh, playing one of the nights with him anyway. So here's a Mary Duff tune. Um, about uh, the beautiful county of Meath and uh, I spent a bit of time in Meath myself there at the Agricultural College uh, training the football on the hurling teams as I was waiting for my visa to come over to Canada spent about a year there taking care of young lads it was a great crack all anyway so I um, I loved um, I loved uh, going off for drives in, the, in around the county of Meath whenever I'd have some downtime so here we go beautiful Meath <laughs>
Good stuff. There's uh, Mary Duff. And it looks like we're having some issues here getting a call in from our Hold on a second caller now, today. It now. Looks like okay. Someone might yeah, be on I'll the line. You, yeah. uh, I'll let you take that on. And um, will we go on here with a bit of music, Jay, in the meantime? Why don't we play a bit of Joe Dolan there and then we'll have a chat and see if we can figure this out. All right. Oh, holy night. The stars are brightly shining It is the night Of the great Savior's birth Long lay the world In sin and error pining Till he appeared And the soul felt its worth A thrill of hope The weary world rejoices For yonder breaks A new and glorious morn Oh, 
There we go. I couldn't resist it. Had to play the Christmas song this week. And of course, by one of my favorite artists, Joe Dolan. All right, folks, listen, we have a caller on the line here. And um, uh, just uh, by way of intro, um, I was uh, completely moved by a story I read very recently um, about a young lady um, by the name of uh, Bree Patton. And the story is about her mom and the desire for the family to take care of their mom who suffers from the debilitation debilitating disease, which is uh, ALS, an absolutely um, awful disease, and um, the choice that the family made. And uh, I'm going to um, actually defer to the caller here. Her name is Emily. And Emily, thanks a lot for doing this. Um, and um, maybe what I'll do is I'll ask you to give some background on the Patton family and and what they're experiencing and, and the real purpose of the call, which is to see if we can raise some money uh, on the run up to Christmas here, which is a very special time for families. Yes, thank you, Mark. Um, the Patton family has always been a beautiful, generous family. Um, uh, Nikki uh, was one to always bake and, and give baking to seniors. And she, uh, you know, for example, a garbage man would come by and she'd have some uh, baked goods for them. And, and she also helped us to have a love of baking. And then ALS. Um, came into her life and really devastated the family. Uh, I know that um, Brianne uh, had to sort of put her life on hold to take care of her mom, and the family really want to keep uh, their mom home. And so that's why um, I decided to do a fundraiser at this time of year to keep Nikki home. So we do have a Facebook page called Keep Nikki Home, colon raffle. Um, and the raffle um, is to raise money. The government only gives a portion of money to mm-hmm. um, families uh, such as this. And the care to have someone home 24 hours a day mm-hmm. is really expensive. Yeah. H- how old is Nikki? Uh, Nikki is, I believe, uh, late 50s. Late 50s. Wow. And, yeah, and of course, you know, she did own her own bakery. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, she's not able to work. Uh, as I mentioned, then Brianne uh, put her life and studies on hold to take care of her mom. And so it's been very, very difficult for the family for the past couple of years. So having been influenced by Nikki and her love of baking and uh, baking for all people, mm-hmm. uh, I decided to um, do a raffle Um and that is on December 19th. Yep. Um, the first prize is a Tiffany & Co. necklace. Uh, that was anonymously donated. The second prize is a coach bracelet. And the third is a pedicure in a um, at the upkeep shop in Ottawa. And, of course, uh, Brie um, is also selling tickets at uh, b patyn 25 at gmail.com. Uh, but they can also, um, listeners can look on Facebook at Keep Nikki Home, colon, raffle. And that's Nikki with a Y. That's, that's wonderful, right. Emily. Thanks for doing that. What a wonderful cause. So that email address again is bpatton25, and Patton is P-A-T-T-Y-N, bpatton25 at gmail.com. And um, the Facebook page again was Keep Nikki Home. 
Um, <laughs> perfect. Wonderful, Emily. Well, listen, um, and, and the connection uh, to you, some people are probably wondering what the connection is through the Irish community, but um, Brie is actually involved in Gaelic football here with one of the teams in the city. So um, that's the uh, the Irish connection. That's why um, that's why we would promote something like this on the show. And, and uh, we are a uh, we are a vehicle for all things that can support anybody who is involved in anything to do with the Irish in the community. And this is a wonderful cause. So, Emily, thanks for doing this. Thanks for coming on. It's a an emotional uh, an emotional issue and um, yes, hopefully is. we can raise some funds and good luck with the raffle that's fantastic we'll announce it again and remind people on the way on the, on the run up to it as well thank you so much Mark you're welcome have a good day now okay bye bye wonderful there you go that's Emily right we'll go on here with a bit of uh, a bit of music um, what do we have lined up here Jay the town of Bally Bay oh lovely tune right burst it away there Come on, everybody. She had a wooden leg, it was hollow in the middle. She tied a bit the singer in the faded like the fiddle. She fiddled in the hall, she fiddled in the alleyway. She didn't give a she had to fiddle anyway. Ring it in your tongue, ring it in your tattoo, the ring it in the tongue, like a folded tattoo. Well, she said she couldn't dance, till she had a wedding song, but when she had a ball, and she danced as good as anyone. Wouldn't go to bed, till she had a shimmy on, and when she had an arm, she go to bed with anyone. Ring it in your tongue, ring it in your tattoo, ring it in your tongue. She has rubbers by the score, every time I'm thinking Harry. She could have made the day, but still she wouldn't marry. Then she better look with the fellow with a stammer. He's taking all the way, so she hit him with a hammer. I'm ringing it in the dark, ringing it in the sand, she's looking ringing it in the dark, like a fog that's on the ground. She had children on the stairs and children in the fire. And then her ten or twelve sitting around around the fire. She fell among spooks, she made the necklace and looked so hairy. She buy them in the kettle. We ring the singers on. I ring the singers at the old. We ring the singers on. Why can't all the time? Well, she lived a shattered life in the college and white wood. She terrorized her man till he opened like a sun. But when the husband died, she was feeling kind of sad. She loved the little boy. She took him in the quarry. We ring the singers on. I ring the singers at the old. I ring the singers on. I want to follow the daddy. I ring the singers on. I ring the singers at the old. We ring the singers on. I want to follow the daddy. Guinness. There's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness Guinness. All right, folks, and here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events loaded up with all things Christmas as as uh, as the time of the season would uh, would suggest. Uh, Irish Project Hope. Perhaps this is the year you might like to give a donation to this wonderful cause. Checks, pay, checks payable to Irish Project Hope at the Hoary Rosary Parish at 354 St. Clair Avenue West in Toronto, M5P1N4. 
And everybody in the city knows how to contact Ethna Heffernan. Of course, uh, she can guide you in the right direction there as well. And of course, we'll be meeting up there with young Mike uh, later on uh, today to have a chat about his future in Canada. Incredible it's been that. It's been a year. Dancing classes with Maureen Mulvey. Mondays at the Irish Supporters Club. Tuesdays at the Corktown Pub in Hamilton. And Wednesdays at the Senior Centre. And Thursdays at All Saints Catholic High School out in Whitby. Also, the Donegal Association will hold their annual pub night at the Galway Arms tonight, December the 3rd, and that's kicking off at 8pm. Full of Donegal people. The fundraiser will support the building of their St. Patrick's Day float. It'll also be a great evening with music, song and dance. There's going to be a raffle, some door prizes and food for everyone. And the entrance fee is $10. Great night is guaranteed. This is usually a great night. And the first annual Festival of Stars concert series comes to Niagara region on December 4th and 5th. Music once again returns during the Ontario Power Generation Winter Festival of Lights and audiences with delight and the opportunity to see the great performers. Irish sensation Daniel O'Donnell with his special guest Mary Duff that we played earlier and Derek Ryan from Carlo will be there, multi-Grammy award winner. BJ Thomas and Mike Walker's tribute show to the late country superstar Conway Twitty. On December the 4th at 1.30, that's tomorrow. And December the 5th, 8pm, Daniel O'Donnell will take the stage with Mary Duff and just announced the winner of the Northern Irish Country Awards for Song of the Year, Derek Ryan, of course. Right, the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce Christmas Party. Hands over the eyes is what you do here, Ajay. Put the hands over the eyes for next Saturday morning because it's the day after that Christmas party, December the 9th, at P.G. O'Brien's. It was looking good last night. It's nice. We warmed it up a little bit last night, so it's always a great night. So get down there to P.G. O'Brien's on December the 9th. Saturday, December the 10th, from 8pm to 11.30, Open Door Cayley. Everyone is welcome, beginners and advanced advanced alike, at the Royal Canadian Legion. That's at 3591 Dundas Street West. Tickets are $15. It's a cash bar. Barry's Irish Tea, home-baked treats, live music, dancing, Cayley, set, waltz, the whole lot. And if you want information on that, contact Geraldine at 416-573-1205. And, of course, Cormac Monaghan was on last week. Uh, the IPOY committee is now accepting nominations for the 2017 nominee. Um, Brian Farmer is ready to hand back the sash. Get your nominations to IPOYToronto at gmail.com. That has to get in before Sunday, December the 18th. It's a little bit earlier than usual. They're trying to get out ahead of things here a little bit. Or contact Cormac Monaghan. Uh, Kitty Freely, Anne-Marie O'Donnell or Angela O'Murray. And finally, the Irish, the Irish Choral Society at the Galway Arms on December 10th at 3pm. A wee bit of Christmas. Anyway, it's, that's a free event, so get down there for that. I talked about that a little earlier. And one quick thing that just came in from our friend Ellie Reynolds. Ellie wanted to let us know that the latest issue of Celtic Canada is now live. Celtic, www.celticcanada.com Jam-packed from the 12 pubs of Christmas interview, uh, 12 pubs of Christmas, an interview with Damien McGinty of uh, Celtic Thunder, to an exclusive from International Festival of Authors to include Emma Donoghue, Paul Muldoon, Katrina Crow, and more. Tantalise your taste buds with the Feast of Stephen. Chef Stephen has cooked for the Guinness family and Van Morrison. And then a recap of all of the Canadian GAA stuff in the, in the city. Get down, get to uh, the, the website, www.celticcanada.com, where you can contact Ellie Reynolds if you're interested in advertising there at 416-845-9900. There you go, pal. How about that, Jay? Loads of stuff going on, yeah. Right, okay. What are we going on here? We've got a bit of music. What have you got lined up for me here? I know uh, I put together the music, but I don't know what order. I can't you. remember what you... Yeah. Brendan Shine. Ah, brilliant. Um, what, which tune did I pick for Brendan Shine? Bunch of Violet Blue. Lovely. Fired away.
It was out in a moonlit garden, not far from the ballroom. A young lad and his sweetheart went strolling hand in hand. Tomorrow the war would call him. He vowed he would be true. Then from her dress she gave to him a bunch of violets blue. They were only a bunch of violets, a bunch of violets blue. Fresh and fair and fragrant, like diamonds on the dew. Fresh and fair and dainty. As he pressed them to his heart, he smiled and said, "Wherever he roamed, from them he never would part." A soldier boy lay dying upon the cold, cold ground. A bunch of withered violets upon his breast was found. Turning to his comrades in a feeble voice, he sighed, "Take them back and tell her that I wore them till I died." They took the withered violets back. It been on her wedding day. An old man's gold had won her. From her soldier far away, an old man's gold had won her. From her soldier young and tall, and this was what she said to him that evening at the ball. They were only a bunch of violets, a bunch of violets blue. Fresh and fair and fragrant, like diamonds on the dew. Fresh and fair and dainty, as he pressed them to his heart, he smiled and said, "Wherever he roamed, from them he There we go. There you go, Jay. Oh, End nice. of story now. That's it. Thanks for uh, joining me today. It's nice. great to have the odd show without Ken. Ah, you know, is, just sir. get the quality back up and you know make sure that we get some listeners back and <laughs> spread the good word that that uh, it was actually one of the better shows. You know, well, the Daniel O'Donnell con- contest <laughs> shows that there's people listening. Of course, there's people listening. Did you not think there was anyone listening? They're always telling me that there's. I don't You're tell not you that. Sure, you said. I uh, know. No, I get too much abuse. <laughs> I get too much abuse <laughs> to know that there is uh, people. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, listen. Let's uh, let's uh, leave it here. Um, I had one Christmas tune. We'll probably have more Christmas tune next week, and I'm not going to play the Christmas tune everyone expects, like the Fairy Tale of New York. Oh, we'll yeah. probably play that one next week. But this is a young fella actually who's making a who's making a great name for himself out on the music scene um, on the west coast of the U and of the West of the U S in Los Angeles. Um, his name is uh, Mick Dell, 
and um, this is called um, Christmas in New York and I'm going to go out with this one it's a great tune and uh, he wrote this one himself and he's a fantastic young artist got a great career ahead of him Sláin folks It drags me down You and I On the Empire State Building We're not looking back We're looking down Station, I love the snowflakes caught in your hair. Jack Frost is creeping down Broadway. Hey, baby, singing Happy New Year. I love you more than you'd ever know. Let the bells ring, let the band sing its crazy. Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon.